Passion, drive, and patience. The formula for winning championships is also what keeps your ride or die alive. eBay Motors has everything you need to maintain your vehicle and level it up to peak performance. Superchargers, roof racks, exhaust kits, LED headlights, and more. Whether you're into speed, power, or style, eBay Motors has you covered. With over 122 million parts for your number one ride or die, you'll always find exactly what you're looking for. And with eBay Guaranteed Fit, your part is guaranteed to fit your ride every time or your money back. Because with eBay Motors, you're burning rubber, not cash. With all the parts you'll need at the prices you want, it's easy to make your car the MVP and bring home huge wins. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. What's up, you guys? Sean Ross, managing editor of Fightful.com here. It is November 13th. We have WWE Raw to talk about. This weekend, we have NXT and Survivor Series coverage, live post-show podcasts of both of those. Lots of news, lots of non-news to get to. Without further ado, I am joined by Alex Pawlowski. You can follow him on Twitter, at Pawlowski the fourth. Alex, how are you? Doing all right. Um, so the new era is in full effect. <laughs> and I can't wait to delve into this stuff. The new era looks a lot like the era that immediately followed the new generation era. It does. It does. Um, oh, yay. <laughs> so Monday Night Raw tonight, there were a lot of rumors. People thought that Paige might show up. She didn't show up. Wouldn't shock me to see her pop up maybe tomorrow. Wouldn't see me. Wouldn't shock me to see her pop up really anytime now. Uh, she seems a lot happier, a lot, a lot better off. I don't usually like to delve into personal relationships, but the Alberto El Patron thing has been turned into a storyline on Impact Wrestling. Like he, they're trying to make him Pillman 2.0 real hard. Yeah, uh, that's bad judgment. It sure is. It sure is. Is he Pillman 2.0? Maybe in real life. But <laughs> yeah, maybe. it doesn't play well on the screen after all that. Uh, I wouldn't be shocked to see Paige come back at any moment. Last week, AJ Styles defeated Jinder Mahal. Did you see that one coming, Alex? Uh, well, well, yeah. I mean, I, I think I kind of did when they, um, when they were like, AJ Styles, you're going to face Rusev next week. Just kidding? You're facing Jinder Mahal. Like, well, plans changed. And they didn't change just so AJ would lose that match. Mm-hmm. So um, I'm, I'm, I'm totally down with it. Uh, I, I love that they're still making Jinder's trip to India important by having him be the baby face, almost certainly, yes. versus Triple H. That's, that's pretty cool. Um, and it gives us an actual dream match. Um, versus a match that would put us all to sleep. 
Yeah. So, so um, also today, Jack Swagger, former world heavyweight champion in WWE, announced that he was signing with Bellator MMA. Now, if you all have listened to the Listen Your Boy podcast Wednesdays at 3 p.m. Eastern, you've heard me talk to Jack Swagger a little bit about this. And he wouldn't tell me, he wouldn't name the name of the company. But when I said, you signed with Bellator, didn't you? He was kind of like, uh, what, what? Mm. Like one of those. I would be shocked if they didn't put him up against somebody with much less skill than, than many. They, they've, they've done a much better job at booking their, their amateur wrestling talent than a lot of other people's have. They're, they're Tyrell Fortune, Ed Ruth. There are people like that. But also Aaron Pico got beaten in his first fight. Your reaction to Jack Swagger hopping into the MMA game at 35. Now, I will say this. As a heavyweight, 35 isn't that bad. I mean, it, it sounds old for a heavyweight, but heavyweights skew a lot older. Yeah, and no, I'm I'm not I'm not super surprised. I mean, he's got a he's got a pretty extensive amateur background before he uh, was in WWE. Um, There's a thing where he was talking about how uh, I think somebody was posting this that he had said that he was really upset because he felt like he was the, one of the toughest guys in the locker room and he was jobbing out to dudes in two minutes on main event. And just, it was just pissing him off. So this is, this is the absolute way for him to prove that, to show that he is a, you know, uh, a guy who can win a shoot fight. Um, and you know what? Uh, more power to him. I, I hope young Jake Hager, um, you know, wish him the best in his new career path. So now we have WWE Raw to talk about. Throughout this show, Alex and I will also make our predictions for Survivor Series. Of course, myself, Anna Bauer, Jeff Hawkins will make those predictions on the SmackDown post show. You guys can head over to our forums at Fightful.com and make your predictions. The opening segment, Stephanie McMahon berating Kurt Angle. This while, my star wide receiver for my fantasy football team is taking on my uh, opponent's star quarterback. And uh, I'm sitting here like, give me a reason to not change the channel. Just give me a reason to not change the channel. Stephanie berated Kurt Angle. I, I wanted to change the channel. She's about to fire him, but the shield stops her. I, I just think this age of the, the heel authority figure is dead, Alex. It's, it's been done so much. They did it so, so long that it's just bad. Also... I mean, we, we've seen this, like, like it just doesn't work. If somebody did this in a real sports league, it would not work. No. No, it wouldn't. Um, I've been doing what has now become a tradition for me. Um, I don't watch NXT every week. And then in the week and a half before the next takeover, I just go back and binge everything that I missed since the last takeover. And it's just amazing to me what a great general manager on screen uh, William Regal is compared to the ones here. Like, there's no favoritism really being played. You you, you best not muck around. Yeah. Don't you better not be you know whatever they're called the what is that the undisputed era running amok in his in his uh, in his locker room. He doesn't like that, but he'll absolutely he's a straight shooter and he you know he he makes matches that he feels will be good, and then that's it. You don't need to have him, like, he doesn't have an ulterior motive to keep one guy down because he didn't like him or play favorites with somebody else. And you absolutely buy him as being an authority figure. The rest of this stuff is just, uh, 
I, 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 <laughs> I did love that, you know, she was just like, where have you been, Roman? Like, well, yeah. Like, was it where the not hell have you been? like he was really sick? Like, he well, almost, I, you know, I like that he fired hey. back and said, Where the hell have you been? Well, that's true, too. But that my, was great. Roman but, owned this segment. No, it's great. I love it. He's like, We do what we want to do, which, which to me, I had just watched over on Halloween, The Adams Family, which has that <laughs> Adam, MC Hammer. So we do what we want to do, say what we want to yeah. say, play how they want to play. And I just like I just wanted him to break into that. Um, my my favorite thing about this all of this is is her being like, "What are you doing, the Shield? You lost the tag team championships to another team on my show that is also good that now gets to represent me at Survivor Series, and because of this, I am angry." Like it, I I don't I don't understand why she was pissed at the Shield for losing the tag belts to Sheamus and Cesaro. Like oh. It's not like they lost yeah. him to somebody on SmackDown, you know. Um, whatever. Um, this this whole thing was was yes, as you said, Roman kind of saved it. Um, but uh, yeah, the, and, and we now get what which is probably the match that I'm honestly looking forward to the most is the Shield versus the new the New Day. Like that's great. And by the way, Big E is finally doing it. Finally, somebody's coming out and saying. Um, we absolutely accept your challenge. However, you must remove all padded vests yes. because that gives you an advantage. And I want that to be the in-canon reason why they have to change their ring gear because it's very 2013. We'll go ahead and make our predictions for this. I've got the shield and that that, you know, that is the fact that it's a foregone conclusion upsets me, but they're going to tear the house down on Sunday. Oh, it's going to be so great. I want them to make this stipulation that it's an, el- an, el- an elimination match, but they probably won't. Um, uh, yeah, I, give the, give these guys forty minutes. Like it's going to be so great. I, 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 the new day, especially now that Xavier Woods is low key one of the best performers on the entire roster. They're they're great, and they have been for 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 years now. And the only team trio that could possibly match them is the Shield. So we get to have that, uh, both these teams at full strength at Survivor Series. It's it's a huge, huge match. I I cannot wait for it. Uh, And yes, I agree. The Shield is absolutely going to win. Roman's going to spear somebody out of their boots, and they're going to win. But the destination isn't the important part. The important part is the journey. And I can't wait to see how we go to the first bell to the final bell. It's going to be amazing. I want to know the journey that Mickey James goes on when she contacts her seamstress and says, you know what? I don't really have a design for you. Just do whatever will piss Sean Ross Sapp off the most. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. She, uh, she likes flappiness in the pant region. It's not good. It's not I'll let good. People interpret that however they want to. She needs to stop doing the flying Fez press and start doing a seated senton. It yeah. looks bad. Yeah. Uh, her neck breaker didn't look bad though on Bailey. That was really, really good. And then there was this weird double face crusher that looked really good between her and Dana Brooke. This was a Survivor Series qualifier, by the way. Bailey, Mickey James, Dana Brooke. Bailey got the win. I, I want I want to know how you feel about this because what I didn't have a problem with was Emma, whether she got released or not, having a competitive match with Asuka. Mm-hmm. Don't care. Don't mind it. Doesn't yeah. bother me. Maybe what I do have a problem with is, like, like there are people that called Emma a jobber. 
Yeah. There's no other way to construe Dana Brooke. No, like, no, no, no. She ain't been in title matches. She right. hasn't been on like, like in big matches at all. She hasn't been beating former champions. She doesn't win. Mm-hmm. And like she kind of challenged Asuka briefly. Then right. she ran off. And yeah. she got her ass kicked real proper. Yeah. But what'd you think about that? Uh, well, yeah. Um, I, I don't, I don't, this, this confirms to me that they, they want to wait a while before inserting Oscar into the main event of the women's scene. Um, because after survivor series, she'll be beating the hell out of Dana Brooke for a few weeks. Um, I just want to say, <laughs> I, I review my show notes as I go through this podcast and I release them for the public to see at like 6am the following morning. So look out on fightful.com for that. As I do this, I see typos that I make. Mm-hmm. I meant to put, Asuka tried to help Dana Brooke, but killed her after getting popped in the face. But instead I put, Asuka tried to help Dana Brooke, but killed her after getting pooped in the face. <laughs> <laughs> That's funny. Uh, Poop is funny. You know, uh, may, maybe all the, the, the crappy humor, uh, pun intended. Yeah. Maybe it is targeted to the right demographic. It could be. Uh, yeah, I'm, I'm all for Asuka kicking the block off of Dana Brooke. But as I'm watching all of these NXT uh, episodes, I'm going, man, Dana Brooke in NXT would be like eighth in the, on, the, on the totem pole. Oh, yeah. She, she's nowhere near the top of NXT, and she's on Raw. So, like, I mean, there are... I mean, Billy Kay and Peyton Royce should be up on Raw right now as as a tandem act. They're oh, Peyton fantastic. Royce, man, uh, she is. I talked to a friend at the Performance Center. Uh, she is well liked there these days. Like, good. really, really adored at that Performance Center. Good. So good for her. I'm very much looking forward to that. We will talk about the NXT Takeover show on tomorrow night's uh, SmackDown podcast. A uh, Bailey DeBelly wins it. After seeing this, I. I determined I really want to see a, like a, an extended Bailey Mickey James match because both of these girls were on top of their games. Really liked it. Good stuff. What do you think of Bailey being the fifth woman instead of maybe a woman who is rumored to return tonight in Paige? Not saying that she couldn't still be involved somehow. Right. I have no information to indicate that one way or another. But right. You know. Um. Uh. When. I, Bailey should be on there versus, I mean, instead of Mickey James or Dana Brooke, if those are your other two options, I would say, yes, put Bailey on there. Um, uh, I think Paige should be on SmackDown. Like, Raw is kind of stacked with people to do stuff. So Paige should be on SmackDown where there's more wiggle room for her to be near the top. Um, and um, wouldn't, wouldn't surprise me at all if, if Charlotte beat Natalia tomorrow if Becky swerved and didn't put Natty on the team in, in Charlotte's place, but instead put Paige on the team, there you which go. then allows Natty to feel snubbed, and she either A, gets Paige eliminated, or B, costs Charlotte the match versus Alexa Bliss, and then you can you can spin off a secondary women's story on, on SmackDown from there. Um, so, yeah, I, I prefer Bailey um, be involved in this match because she was a big part of it. Last year, and I, I just really love what Bailey does in the ring, and I wouldn't want her off of uh, Survivor Series. One of the things I like about this is 
they put the woman who perhaps most needed it in the captain spot mm-hmm. to give her a little bit of something. Who do you think wins this match, this this women's Survivor Series match? I'm going Team Raw. I don't think Asuka loses even by countout. No, 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 no. I think I think uh, I think Oscar wins it. Um, I, I think I, I think I would love for her to be like three on one, and just and just run through the last three herself. Um, I think that'd be great to really give her a real coming out party um, on on the main roster um, and and really show what she's able to do. Um, she absolutely cannot be pinned or submitted. It's possible they might figure out a way of having her lose by count out by, I don't know, getting like just having Dana Brooke interfere or something and her lose her mind and go chase Dana Brooke through the entire arena. Uh, but I, I wouldn't like that either. So yeah. Guys, rough, guys rough. in the live chat, hit us up with your predictions as well as we make ours. I want to hear it. Enzo Amore and Drew Gulak defeated Akira Tozawa and Kalisto. Gulak and Enzo are a great pair. I love that Gulak started to say, we've got a lot to cover here. And then got cut. <laughs> that, was, that was really good. Uh, ten front drop kicks is not the match for me, as you all can guess. But there are a couple of nice suicide dives, which I ironically think should be done less often. Enzo took a really good bump on the mat or on the floor outside off of this. Yeah. Uh, he wins, and he has mastered the art of making other people look like a million bucks while he wins. Stay, it, everybody stays over a little bit. Uh, Enzo getting crafty wins is, I think, the right move for his type of push. What do you think of the cruiserweight tag match? Um, Drew Gulak, like everybody out there, raise your hand if you had, in January, Drew Gulak winding up as being one of the most interesting acts in the entire WWE by this great. point. I mean, he's been so great. Like the idea of that he can, that he goes like, bring this guy in the room. How are you doing? I'm doing great. Thank you for asking. Like he, he's actually answering Enzo Amore's like opening lines. He's so good at being this guy. Like, and when he, he was been, he's been on commentary a few times on 205 Live and he's really good as a heel color guy. Like they could, he absolutely has a future in this business in that way. Uh, maybe not with WWE to start, but he's really, really good. Um, and and I, I love everything that he does. This match was no exception. Um, and you're right, Enzo. Enzo's won me over as being this character on 205 Live. You know, this is the thing. Um, he is. He looks. He makes everybody look great as he somehow cheats to win. Uh, and that's that's great. It's very he- good. He's a guy they could have easily kept as a baby face to get that cheap run out there and do the thing. Do the, I, I like to run out there and get that same old yeah. pop, the new age outlaws pop, but only the new age outlaws had a little, little more creatively to do right. than as baby faces, heels, whatever the hell. I digress. They switch it up. He's really embraced it. He makes it work. It's really great. Ain't no way in hell Kalisto wins this title Sunday. Am I right? No, not a chance. Um, also, I will say, Apparently they they did a nod to this at the very beginning during their entrance, but the whole match should have been built around the fact that you have one guy on one side who's anti-chance, and the other two guys on the other team have two chants that merge perfectly. Luch ah, Luch ah, yes, Luch yes. ah. Like that should have been the entire match. Should have them been them doing that to antagonize Drew Gulak. 
I think I think Akira got in the ring and he realized how goddamn dorky that lucha chant is, and he was like, "I don't want none of this. Mine's over. Yours isn't. Let's yeah. keep it that way." Yeah. Kalisto looks like he's trying to climb an invisible rope every single time he does that, and he ain't never he ain't never going nowhere with it. That is such nope. a terrible dorky thing. Yeah. Kurt Angle's backstage books all his homies. Then Braun says that he wants Kane, <laughs> and Kurt makes it happen. And then Braun says, it's true. It's damn true. I am telling you, we are about a month away from, I won the Royal Rumble for all of you, the WWE universe. (laughs) You all always have a special place in my heart. They're totally gonna ruin him. I can't. I can't wait to hate this guy. Like, yeah. The thing is, like, they'll ruin him. They'll ruin him. But like, there will be some comedy in him. Really, really trying to be that underdog babyface. Oh man, I know I turned over an ambulance, but Roman Reigns—that's a real uphill battle. (laughs) Come on, man. Come on. Yeah, this is all, the one thing that I that I do that I that I the whole Shield versus New Day thing is amazing. I love it. Uh, it would have been a great moment for Roman Reigns and uh, and Braun to have to work together in the five on five elimination match. You know what I mean? Like do something where one sets up the other guy for something, and and then you know they could both be the sole survivors, and at the end Braun just destroys Roman. Oh like, yeah. I'm not finished with you, even though we won the match the, the one time of the year where Raw takes on SmackDown Live. The one time that they fight. I hate that tagline so much. Oh, we'll talk about it. We'll talk about it. Backstage, uh, I just want to put over Charlie Caruso. Great commanding voice for her role. Alexa Blish says that she usually just DVRs SmackDown, but she might go to the title match tomorrow night. How do you think that plays out? Does she play a role in the finish of Charlotte versus uh, Alexa Bl- or Charlotte versus Natalia? I think she tries to, but it doesn't. I mean, I, I think Charlotte wins that match and she wins it clean um, because it's stupid to not have Charlotte versus Alexa Bliss. Those are your top two champions uh, of the past year. Um, you you need to you need to use them. Uh, in that way, no, no, I, I, I don't know of anyone who's like super into Natty. You know what I mean? Like it's yeah. just, I, I just don't. I, I, but I think she's a great person to have on the roster. But right now in this spot, Charlotte versus Alexa Bliss is the match, in my opinion, yeah. and it could be even more of the match had they had they booked it a little bit better. But I think that Charlotte wins tomorrow, and I think Charlotte wins on Sunday too. What what do you say? Oh yeah, Charlotte, Charlotte versus uh, Alexa. I mean. Unless they do something where Natty interferes and costs Charlotte the match or whatever uh, against Alexa, I, I would say, um, yeah, I, I would say you, you know, gotta gotta give it to Charlotte. I mean, but there's you you could absolutely convince me of you could say Alexa, we're gonna have Alexa beat Charlotte because we're planning on having them fight again at Mania or something. You know what I mean? Like you would like to extend that because Alexa Bliss always finds a way to sneak in that DDT. Yeah, in a match, you know, I, I'd be down with that. But I do, I would, if if it comes down to Alexa versus Natty, woof. But Alexa wins, no no problem. But if it is Alexa versus Charlotte, I got Charlotte in that. 
I when was the last uh, SmackDown pay per view? Uh, Hell in a Cell. Hell in a Cell. They've done a good job at, at adding stuff to SmackDowns to make yeah. each one have some sort of implication, and I really appreciate that, and I really like that because when you add something like that to a two-hour show, right, that magnifies the, the yeah. program because yeah. you're tuning in for two hours, no big deal. I always see people talk about the casuals and the casuals and the casuals. Raw is three hours. Yeah, nobody's. You think the casuals are going to show up and invest five hours over two nights? That ain't yeah. happening, my man. That is that is just not going down. You, you can embrace this hardcore audience that is spending money that is there. Right. Embrace them. Do things that make them happy. Keep them happy. I mean, not everything. Obviously, you got to play right. them a little bit. You got to work them a little bit. And I think I see. My thing is, I think the hardcore audience will reflect the casual audience because, I mean, they're all humans. Yeah. It's not like. I just, I just think there are ways that this could be done a little bit more, and I love the way that SmackDown does it. Jason Jordan defeated Bray Wyatt. Most of this match happened during the commercial break, so it seemed. Did Wyatt look like he had gained a lot of weight to you? It's possible. I don't know how much um, exercise he was able to do when he was down with well, the sick. On the illness, contrary, you know? Roman Reigns looked like he lost a bunch of weight. Right, and it, it, he may he may have been you know puking his guts out. I, I mean, I yeah. don't know. I don't know how this stuff affects each guy. The thing about this was was never when, had a mumps outbreak at Fightful dot com. No, not we yet. Were, we are mumps free. Um, but uh, this the, the Bray Wyatt thing was an interesting subplot of this of this whole episode, the idea of Jason Jordan, you are going to face uh, Bray Wyatt, the most sadistic guy on the roster. And we'll never, ever speak of that thing that we were going to do where he was going to play his sister. Um, Cause they, de- they didn't bring that up once. Like Good. Finn Balor standing right there. They never talked about that. Like that was, <laughs> we're never going to speak of it again, which I'm all for, but it is kind of weird that they were totally just pushing the hell out of that thing. And they're like, nope, that didn't, that never happened. Uh, also, what apparently never happened was we've forgotten that um, Bray Wyatt was, him and Randy Orton were the sole survivors of SmackDown defeating Roman Reigns last, last year at Survivor Series. And Bray Wyatt, because of the way they booked him this whole year, even though he was at one point somehow WWE champion, can't even sniff a spot on the Survivor Series roster for Raw. You know what I mean? How far he has fallen from being the guy who basically won it for, for, for SmackDown after an amazing match last year at uh, Survivor Series. Like, yep, no, we, we will not be having that happen this year. Um, too bad, because like it's just the way that they booked him was just so bad. So David Tease, our lead MMA writer, he does a lot of coverage for us, hits me up and says, Survivor Series is like six hours long. Mm-hmm. And I said, really? Yeah, so it's, it's, it's a two-hour pre-show, four-hour show. So they're adding some stuff to this. they got to add some stuff to it. Well, here's the deal. One hour, one solid hour is that five-on-five men's elimination yes. match. That's a good 50-minute match. And that's then a, you get the that's a and all solid that. hour. Yeah. Um, I think that the... the, the um, the Usos and the Bar, those guys could go for twenty minutes, no problem, mm-hmm. and it'd be great. Um, the New Day and the Shield, that's twenty-five without without a, without a hitch, easily. Um, so you have matches that were that are going to be extended and long matches, 
the the other ones, I mean, I'm not sure how long Brock's gonna let gonna toy with AJ. You know what I mean? Like, well, that could be a lot of fun, but I don't know. Here's something I want to mention right now: Bray Wyatt, Kane, and Kane may be written off. We don't know. Jason Jordan, who is injured. Matt Hardy hasn't been on TV. Elias has been on and off TV. Jinder Mahal, Kevin Owens, Sami Zayn, Rusev, not on this show. I would love to see them throw like a bunch of people in like a 10-on-10 elimination and have a a gender eliminate like four people. Have have this, if you want to push the guy, if you want to push the guy, have last week's situation be the catalyst for him to revamp things like something, just find a way to get these guys on the show. Also uh, in this match, Jordan hit some stuff real hard, barricades, ring posts. Yep. He goes at it crazy. He gets the wind out of nowhere. Bray kicks his ass and attacks the leg backstage. Angle doesn't think Jordan will be ready for Sunday. Jordan does a great job pleading for him. We will get to that momentarily. Mm-hmm. I want to know what you think of the news last week that emerged of Kevin Owens and Sami Zayn being sent home from the European tour. Referenced in tweets to uh, Kevin Owens from Randy Orton. Mm -hmm. They're supposed to be back this week. Mm -hmm. I watched the match and nothing in what I saw in the match was something that shouldn't have happened based on – Based on my limited experience in the ring, like I'm, I'm sitting there, I'm thinking like this, this, this isn't like this isn't adding up. And when I inquired within, I was told they goofed off. That was the yeah. that was the exact phrase I was yeah. given. Goofed off. The thing that I read was that they didn't feed for New Day at mm-hmm. the end of the match, which, like. You don't run back in there in that situation. I don't, I don't know. Like that's that's bad storytelling. I mean, like maybe that was what they were told to do, but it's I trust Kevin Owens and Sami Zayn's instincts. If they were told to do that, time. If they were told to do that after they had already done yeah. what they had, yeah. like that, it didn't make sense. So I, I wouldn't have blamed them. But I mean, yeah. a little fishy to me. Yeah, but the I, I hope the whole thing's a giant work, mm-hmm. um, and this they take this part of the discipline that they're being given, they feel like they're being treated unfairly. They're the only guys who see Shane McMahon for what he is, which yeah. is this power-hungry little brat. You know what I mean? And um, I think it'd be really great if they cost SmackDown the big match. I mean, they- Shane McMahon has proven himself to be a giant dick over the last several weeks. Yeah. Our bodies come in different shapes and sizes, so doesn't it make sense that our weight loss plans should too? That's the beauty of Noom. They build a personal plan that factors in dietary restrictions, medical issues, and other personal needs so your plan works for you. Noom doesn't restrict or shame when you want to treat yourself. Their flexible program focuses on progress instead of perfection. You don't have to give up carbs or anything. And with their daily lessons, you can learn something new about your food choices every day. After just a few days of using the app, I learned how to recognize cues for overeating and how to choose the right foods to feel full. Stay focused on what's important to you with Noom's psychology and biology-based approach. Sign up for your trial today at Noom.com. That's N-O-O-M. Dot com and check out Noom's first ever cookbook, The Noom Kitchen, for a hundred healthy and delicious recipes to promote better living. Available to buy now wherever books are sold. 
When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. I've often spoke about, there was a storyline in I think 2010 TNA that I adored. And it had like Samoa Joe, Sting, the Pope, Kevin Nash. And they all seemed like crybaby, like asshole heels. And they were bitching about Hogan and Bischoff for weeks and months and months and months. Mm -hmm. Saying, guys, you all got to watch out for them. They're skeevy. They're up to something. They're up to something. And they looked like heels for months. Then Bischoff and Hogan did this big heel reveal turn, and those guys were the baby faces. I thought it was – maybe maybe I don't remember it, it, it as greatly detailed as I'd like, and maybe I'm romanticizing it, but the idea of it was fantastic. And yeah. I think that could kind of be this thing, but I think Kevin Owens and Sami Zayn are, are good enough to be proven right. right and still be heels. Be heels even more because they were proven right. Yeah, they've done a great job of um, making this whole deal about Shane McMahon versus Stephanie McMahon and making sure I don't really like either of them. Yeah. So, yay, I don't have anybody to root for. That's <laughs> great. Good job. Um, but, yeah, I, I think I, I my major prediction would will be there's no way you can keep Kevin Owens and Sami Zayn Maybe it's a disciplinary measure, but not according to the storyline. You can't keep them off of uh, Survivor Series in total. They're going to come in and, and cost somebody a match. Uh, I think they should wreck havoc and cost SmackDown as many matches as possible just to stick it to Shane McMahon. And then they wind up on Raw in December. That's fine with me. You know, like it's just I, I, I love these guys are so good together uh, as best friends. I just want them to, to run over everything. Paul Heyman and Brock Lesnar are out. Heyman does the Heyman pay-per-view sell. He's really good at it. Puts over AJ Styles, gets a cheap Georgia pop, talks about how AJ's speed kills. A guy in the crowd proposes that gets she said yes chance, and Paul Heyman destroys the poor guy. I heard they got kicked out. I haven't been able to verify that. That's a little too much. What I heard was that somebody who was there is like, this is my best friend. He didn't get kicked out. They were asked to come back because they wanted that somebody wanted to talk to them about getting their story or something. Ah, okay. So I feel like this is prime like Kathy Kelly uh yeah. video, two minute video like oh yeah. Blah blah blah. And like they, they chose us because we're so great to, to be proposed to. Um but uh yeah um that wasn't great timing. Do you think those have changed their bullet club shirts? <laughs> Maybe that was it. Um uh I mean, but the whole thing, we don't know. Like, it's, it's possible the guy was really nervous and had, the, had the, the ring box in his hand and dropped it, and she picked it up, and he was like, oh, crap, it's now and ever. You know what I mean? Like, we don't know what happened to make him have that, that thing happen right then, but that was a stupid time to do it, right in the middle of Paul Heyman promo. Yeah, he man. Lit I'll just that. say this. Jason Jordan ain't doing that to you. <laughs> Not tonight. <laughs> nope. As if he needed something to conjure up more real tears. Yeah. Um, Lesnar versus AJ Styles. 
I got I got Lesnar here. I don't think there's any way AJ beats him, especially after losing to, to Finn Balor so recently. Right, that's the deals they also talk like you you want to sign somebody who has momentum, who's on an amazing hot streak, except for that one match that he lost to Finn Balor, and then Finn Balor lost the next night to Kane. Um but it's just it's WWE booking. You can't ha- nobody can have a that that much of a hot streak, except for you, unless you're Asuka. Um but but I will say there, no one in the world can do what Paul Heyman does, which is spend the entire time convincing me that AJ Styles is going to beat Brock Lesnar, and then say, "However, he's not going to beat AJ. AJ Styles is not going to beat Brock Lesnar." I go, "Yeah, you're right uh, on both counts." Um, and no, he's not because because they got to keep Brock as strong as possible. So when they feed him to the big dog in New Orleans, it means something. Uh, but I do think that AJ Styles will will make this match just amazing. Think about AJ Styles bumping for a Brock Lesnar German suplex. Think about him bumping six different ways for six straight German suplexes. That, that's the good he, thing about AJ Styles is that, that really he has embraced so much in his WWE run, and he did it before, but – I think that he has discovered like almost the secret to having, and, and I don't think he had great matches this summer, but to have different matches. Right. And it's him selling just a different little way. It's something that Kenny Omega is also really, really good at. Yeah. The Shield defeated Miz, Cesaro, Sheamus. I don't like that Ambrose brought back that silly ass drop kick he used to do. Worse than any Finn Balor drop kick, I will say. Uh, Roman Reigns' clotheslines are in the corner are not much better. Reigns sets up a boot and a Samoan drop really well, though. He bounces off the middle rope, boots, uh, I can't. I think it was Sheamus in the head, and then hits him with a Samoan drop. That's really cool. Ambrose with a well-placed suicide dive. There was a really great sequence of a flip out of a neutralizer where Roman Reigns goes to backdrop Cesaro. Cesaro hits the ropes, goes for his... Superman uppercut and get Superman punched. That was really, really awesome. Shield with a triple power bomb. What'd you think of the match? The Shield reunion match. Yeah, on a Raw. A go home Raw. Um, this was the match we were supposed to have at TLC before the mumps and rampant overbooking gave us instead Braun in the back of a garbage truck and Kurt Angle coming out of nowhere to Olympic slam dudes through tables. Not that I'm complaining because that match was a lot of fun. But it was supposed to be originally the Shield versus these three dudes. And we finally got it on Raw, and it was fun. It was a lot of fun. Um, all those th- many things you mentioned were great. My favorite part of the match was when Booker T called Roman Reigns one mean, mean Simoleon, which is <laughs> not what he is. <laughs> He is not a Simoleon. That well, is say, hey, hey, maybe he is. Maybe he is. <laughs> Investigative journalist here yeah. remembers back in the paparazzi production days. Do you remember them in TNA? Yeah. Alex Shelley. When Alex Shelley was teaching Kevin Nash how to be an X Division wrestler, he brought in two people for Kevin Nash to wrestle. Mm-hmm. One of those men's name was Simoleon Joe. <laughs> If you go back and look, <laughs> right, yes. Simoleon Joe. Yeah, this could have been a young Roman Reigns. It's possible. It's possible. It could have been because you know the Simoleon submission machine. 
Samola, Samola Joe. Um, that was great. I just love that nobody called him on it. I just imagine just just Corey Graves hitting his mute button and corpsing on the commentary desk. Um, that was great. Um, and yeah, he is a Samoan and he is from the Sims game. Does he have to type in the rosebud cheat every time he does a Superman punch? He should. OG sim players will know what I'm talking about. Fun story about the Sims. I was like maybe 14 or 15. I'm playing the game in my room. My mom walks by and she goes, what's this? I was like, that's the Sims. What do you do on it? Well, you, you build stuff and then you take out the trash and all that. She's like, you don't do that shit in real life. And I never played the game again. <laughs> I never played the game again. Well, you see, I create this fake version of myself and walk around and have conversations and I eat breakfast and I sit and I watch TV and I take out the trash. And they take shits. They, they, they take shits. Um, yeah. Um, no, this is this was all wonderful. I I I I do in spite of myself, I, I I love all the stuff that the, the, the Shield does in the ring. It's a lot of fun. They're hearkening back to nostalgia of three and a half years ago. Um, but I, I I do want them to have a new look. It just it it feels very much like remember this thing we used to do that you love. We're going to do that exact same thing now. Yeah, it just reeks of kind of desperation. There's no real creative. Yeah, switch it up, man. So I would love for them to get a new look to it. But um, other than that, I do like what they do in the ring. Um, Kurt Angle comes out. Now, I had a lot of people hit me up on Twitter. Is this where Goldberg shows up? Nope. WWE wanted him tonight. They did want him tonight. I know they reached out. Apparently, it couldn't work out. His It was in Georgia, and his 24 releases this evening. Mm-hmm. It's on right now. Don't Don't mm-hmm. stop watching our show to watch it, though. Jason Jordan comes out, and... <laughs> Conjured oh, up some real so tears. Painful. I so loved it. Painful. I thought it was great, but here's the thing. I don't know if like I wanted I felt so bad for him. Yeah. But here's the thing. I don't know why I felt bad for him. I don't know if I felt bad for his character, or I don't know if I felt bad because he had to say some of the stuff that he said. Mm-hmm. But it it tiptoed that fine line to the point where I'm not trying to be a smart ass right here. I really don't know. Mm-hmm. I don't know if them making him go out and say you're going to make me miss the one time of the year where Raw and SmackDown meet because that <laughs> contributed to it. Yeah. I felt those tears, and yeah. I feel like that's what conjured those tears. He yeah. wasn't going to cry unless they made him say that line. So it's a catch-22, <laughs> Alex. He couldn't do it. He couldn't bring He couldn't bring it. Yeah. They, and they were like, like, he's like, don't do this, Dad. <laughs> <laughs> because really, no – Seriously, he always has called him Kurt. And I feel like this might have been the first time on air we've heard him call Kurt dad. Do you, do you think do you think backstage Vince fancied this as the time where <laughs> Triple H was like, I love you, Pops? <laughs> oh man. When he comes out and please, he, please, Pops. Not this, not during the one time of the year we're smacked out of the But the best part of it was his one sad little knee pad pulled down to his ankle. It was brilliant. It was brilliant. (laughs) Dad, please, the one time of the year where Raw and SmackDown meet and go face to face. Also, the one time 
where I would get to fight alongside you, Dad. God, Please. Kurt should have been like, son, you straighten up or I'm going to bust your ass in this ring in front of all these people. Listen, I felt I didn't feel bad for Jason Jordan, the character. I felt horrible for Jason Jordan, the guy who has to go out there. Like, no, but we, we lost. He's a man. He's a grown man. He's like 30. Here's the thing is that I still feel bad for the guy who's like, they came to him and they said, we're going to make you a star, kid. You're going to be Kurt Angle's son. It's going to be this great angle, and everyone's going to love you because you're going to be this. And then now, a few months later, he gets he gets beat the beat down after he beats Bray Wyatt clean. Bray Wyatt takes him out, and the crowd stays. Thank, thank you, Wyatt. And na-na-na-na, hey, hey, goodbye. Like, that can't feel good as the person who's playing that part. Unless they want you to feel that way about him, which I still haven't decided yet. I thought they were going to turn him heel when he came down and was like that. And like when Kurt Angle takes him off the team, he's going to turn heel on Kurt and he'll have a, he'll have a valid reason for it, but we're still going to hate him. And then time to play the game. I'm like, Oh crap. Now I don't know what I'm supposed to feel because when triple H comes out, shovel in hand and (laughs) buries this kid Nathan now Everhart, like, 35-0 and 0 one season, oh. ranked as high as number two in the nation. Oh, man. Sorry, sorry, Nathan. Today you are Jason Jordan, you are crying, and you are getting pedigreed by a 50-year-old man. That's how it's going down. I mean, like, now I guess am I supposed to feel sorry for him? Because I do, but I, I, the whole thing is I always feel like they want me to feel a certain way about everything. And that dictates how they write everything. Mm-hmm. But now I'm like, I don't know, man. I, I don't know. I guess I'm supposed to. This is a last dish effort to make me care about Jason Jordan's feelings. But um, but I, I'm not gonna lie and and say I I'm not intrigued by Triple H being the answer to John Cena and the fifth member of the Raw team. Who wins this five on five match? I, I got to go with Raw when you got Triple H. You got Angle. They're gonna protect Angle. You got yeah. Braun Strowman. Yeah, they're gonna protect. Um, they're gonna protect uh, Triple H. They're gonna protect Angle. Um, Good way to get one Triple H one of those TV wins. Yeah, for Rumble WrestleMania season. I hope he's not the sole survivor. That would be just shitty on every level. Um, uh, he he needs to be eliminated, but it should be a very eventful thing that happens. I'm assuming they'll give it to Shane um, or they'll give it to Cena. I, I mean, like, there are people on the SmackDown side where I'm like, Bobby, who's Bobby Roode eliminating? You know what I mean? Like, me. Like, I, yeah. I mean, I, I've completely lost all interest in that guy since he's been on SmackDown. It's just amazing to me he's even on this team. Um, but, yeah. I just want to bring up, I didn't mention the Miz segment. It was, it was a very pointless segment. Like, they yeah. – but he's facing Baron Corbin Sunday – uh, or or Sinkara. Sinkara yeah. just signed a new deal. He's yeah. got a Reebok deal. Mm-hmm. He's in a United States title program. Yeah. It's good to be Sinkara the last few weeks. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, it is. That's interesting. Uh except for that one what looked to be horrific knee injury, but apparently was nothing. Yeah. Um so he's you know, he's rubber good man too. Good for you. Um yeah, uh, I I I believe also uh Raw will win the um that's the whole thing is I don't feel like both the women 
and the men from one brand are going to, are going to win the, mm-hmm. the elimination matches. So SmackDown's got to win one of them. And I feel like it's more likely, gosh, it's more likely that, that, that to me that you, you have Sammy and Kevin cost SmackDown that match then somehow it is more likely that Asuka run through everybody and not get pinned. So well, I think I, I, Charlotte's no. winning. I think Baron Corbin's winning because Miz can get beat by anybody. He's bulletproof. Oh, yeah. Uh, Usos are winning. So you got three SmackDown wins yeah, right there. It's possible that they win every other match besides the Brock AJ one. Well, you, got, you got the Shield, matches. New Day. Shield's winning that. You yeah, got the two, the two five-on-fives and then Styles Lesnar. Now, they could add an additional – match a five on five match they've got enough people to do it they plenty throw matt hardy's your go-to throw him on there on on the raw side on the other side you got rusev and gender and ko and zane and all this and smackdown could win that and even ko and zane could say look we won ours yeah we we did that like there are ways to go about that finn balor and samoa joe defeated the good brothers this was the longest way possible to tell the story that Balor could trust Samoa Joe. The crowd wants to like Joe really badly, and at least it seems briefly they're they're allowing that to be played out in Joe's own unique way, which I really appreciate them doing. Uh, the chemistry, I thought, was off the charts for these two teams for it being a standard paint-by-numbers WWE tag match. Yep. They worked really, really well together. Obviously, Joe and Balor got the win. Uh Ordinary man, extraordinary shit. I am so sick of hearing that. I'm sure you are too. I mean, Michael Cole is 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 he's he's shoehorning it in in places where it so doesn't belong that he can't, can't finish. He can't it. just slide that in though. That he, he can't, can't just finish slide. it. Like he was like Finn Balor, ordinary man. He does a extraordinary. Oh, because before he could yeah. finish the the, set, the catchphrase, uh, Anderson hit him with a spine buster. Like that's that's how quickly like you you have to like get it in there quick, get it get your shit in there, Mike. Because if you don't, you're not gonna you're not gonna get all you're not gonna make the boss happy. Um, they never once mentioned um, that Finn Balor and Samoa Joe before they feuded in NXT were the inaugural champions of the Dusty Classic. Uh, so these guys have worked together as a tag team. It'd be kind of cool and. I don't know, relevant to mention that kind of stuff. But as somebody uh, said to me when I tweeted that, Vince doesn't care about what happened in NXT. And th- th- that person is right. So. A fine match. I really enjoyed it. Then Braun Strowman killed Kane to abruptly end this WWE Raw show. They fought outside. Braun took a hilarious bump into the stairs. <laughs> like, just leaned over like he had to pick something up. And like ran his fingertips into the the yeah. stairs, and the stairs yeah. flew. Yeah, it was awesome. Then he power slams Kane through the ring. Yep. Is this the last we see of Kane? No. Is this the last we see of Kane in 2017? No, 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 no. He he's he's. I firmly believe this. He's he's coming back at the pay per view to cost Braun and get Braun eliminated from that match. Because I don't, there's nobody on the SmackDown side who's, who's taken out Braun. It's sure. just not happening. So Kane gets that gets that done. Um, the typical stupid monster gets counted out type of right, deal. Right, exactly. That mm. that's the way it happens, and they they can't get away from it. 
Uh, happened to Braun last year. Um, happened to The Undertaker in 1990, and they've <laughs> yeah. been doing it ever since. Ever since. So um, this was this was a lot of fun. Uh, Braun made his entrance uh, at 10:03. <laughs> so um, they they didn't have leave these guys for a lot of time. Um, but yeah, I, I do love Braun. Uh, just beating the crap out of Kane while going, you stuffed me in a garbage truck. I'm like, yes, yes, Braun, we all remember that. It was two weeks ago. It was awesome. You keep reminding us, though, because it's a funny visual. Um, that it yeah, is. I, I, uh, I thought this was this was fun. It was, it was great. This was really smart of the way they did this. All of the action happened out of the ring until they got back into the ring and the one match, one move that was done on the mat was the, the power slam that went through it. Um, That's all you need. Yeah, it was great. For this. Yeah, absolutely. You, you move on, um, and it, Braun looks super strong, um, and Kane gets to be, you know, resurrected from from hell on his way to becoming the mayor of Knox County, Tennessee. It's so weird to think we are so close to the Royal Rumble. We are so close to WrestleMania. Yeah, no, it's it's weird um, because because of the way they've laid out Survivor Series, nothing that happens on Sunday potentially will have any bearing on anything that happens after it. Like, I mean, it probably will. They'll they'll do some stuff, but as they have told the story, this is all about brand supremacy for one night only. But yeah. I mean, guys, in the elimination match, somebody's going to turn on somebody. Somebody will have interference. You know what I mean? We it could easily uh, whatever something could easily lead to an angle versus Shane match or a, or a Triple H versus Shane match at at, uh, at at WrestleMania, um, but you know it's it's kind of odd that like come Monday they got to start a whole brand new build for two months going into the Rumble, you know like that's a whole different thing, um, and you know we'll see where that goes, but um, I, I I want some of these storylines that they've been playing with for a few months to continue uh, toward the Rumble and beyond. Um, I, I, I see no reason why Braun has to be a true babyface who talks about how much he loves the crowd. Uh, he should still be not finished with Roman Reigns. Like, that should, that should be a thing that never, ever goes away. Um, I like this time of year. I, re- I love the build-up to Rumble. I love the Rumble, uh, even though... Some of the winners of late, like there, there have been repeat winners and just people who shouldn't have won. And yeah, well, yeah. The thing about the Rumble is, to me, then it becomes like this thing of the speculation of who's going to have the title and who's going to get the title shot. So if we all we are all totally on board with this thing, everyone thinks is going to happen. Roman's going to face Brock and win the title from him. Either Roman has to win the Rumble again to get his shot at, at, at the universal title or whoever has the title for SmackDown is, you know, who is this great SmackDown guy who wins it, you know, like, and it becomes this thing of finding out how you can predict where's who's going to go where, but um, we will have a slew of Royal rumble features ahead. I've got the, the piece I'm going to retouch about that things I would change about the Royal rumble that will come up. I'm going to do, the Rumble Retro again this year. I will repost those, and I've got to go back and watch the 2017 Rumble because I was I was there and I couldn't live tweet it there. But I'll go back and do that. Those will be out. 
We're going to have Royal Rumble stat pieces, all kinds of stuff leading up to that. And, of course, a bunch of stuff leading up to WrestleMania as well. But Survivor Series this week, you got Thanksgiving next week. And usually that does, like people are like, oh, not a big deal. It's probably a quiet week. No, not since I've covered stuff. 2014, CM Punk talks for the first time since being released. 2015, John Jones, the week after, uh, since the, he speaks out for the first time since he was in a car accident uh, that pretty much derailed his career. Last year, the week after Thanksgiving, or within a week of Thanksgiving, John Jones speaks out again after he screwed up his career. Uh, this year, I tweeted that I expect Bo Dallas to reveal that lizard people <laughs> injected him with the mumps. Yeah. Uh, you tweeted that, and I had to go back into Fightful because I, I miss a lot of stuff now that I'm really full-time dad. Like, mm-hmm. did he actually say it on a podcast? Because I, <laughs> I honestly would not put it past him to say that he was injected by the lizard person. I watched his ride-along, yeah. and he brought up lizard people. Of course he did. He He's all about that life, man. He's not Curtis, just... Curtis Axel's banter is great. He's like, yeah, you're, you're, you're pretty educated about that, huh? <laughs> It has to be a rib on Curtis Axel that they keep putting him on stuff with the weirdest people. Because, like, he had the Madden tournament with Brian Kendrick, and Brian Kendrick's like, (laughs) You like hot sauce? Are you a hot sauce guy? Brian Kendrick's also one of those little people guys. Like, he believes Uh, that the moon is hollow and was towed there by aliens, and inside is a space station they used to spy on us. Well, rather be towed than fingered, I guess. Yeah. Yeah. Um, oh, by the way, uh, did you see the Neville? Uh, no, the Bailey and Sasha ride along with a guest appearance by Neville. Yes, uh, where, where where Neville like that was the night that his last appearance would be him saying "f ride along." Yes, yes, because that was the night that he lost the title to Enzo. And like, wow. like, like that was that was right afterwards. They were going like, "Hey, great job tonight," and he was feeling like, "Really, I really great job." I've been busting my ass for a year for this company, like carrying the cruiserweight. Oh, he likes Enzo from what I understand, but uh, apparently there are talks per a report, which I am hoping to follow up on this evening, actually. It's going to be a late night for your boy. Also, guys, we did a UFC uh, Norfolk post-show last Saturday, and that was a really good show. Great knockouts, great finishes. And lots of MMA news. Conor McGregor went nuts at a Bellator event, no less. That was ridiculous. Shot the referee. That was ridiculous. Not, yeah. That. How do you think Dana White feels about his top star getting millions of eyes on Bellator MMA? Uh, I don't think he's all about that, but uh, I think that Conor doesn't care. Did you see uh, what I, had, I tweeted, what I said from the post, post-fight presser? Or the no, post-fight I podcast? It's like, here's how UFC will punish him. They'll say, O'Connor was going to fight in six weeks on the December 30th show, but yeah. now we won't let him. Yeah. That's what they did. <laughs> that's, that's what they'll do. Yeah. That's what they did. Uh, also, a <laughs> lot more, more news like Bellator Heavyweight Tournament. That's bonkers. Lots of stuff in there. I do still release our news videos on occasion. Um, there were a ton last week. Subscribe, like, leave us a thumbs up, share our stories, anything like that. Use those forums. Talk to us. I love hearing from you guys over there. I want your suggestions. I want your Survivor Series picks. 
over at forum.fightful.com. And of course, you can access them through Fightful. If you don't like MMA, you don't like pro wrestling, you can separate them. You can go to fightfulmma.com, fightfulboxing.com. They're both there for you. Alex, tell the people where they can follow you on the social media. At Pulowski the fourth. You can follow me at Sean Ross Sapp. You can follow us at Fightful Online. Subscribe. Join me tomorrow afternoon for the Holy Smokes MMA podcast. Join me Wednesday afternoon for the list and your boy. If you've ever thought to yourself, gee golly gosh darn guys, I wonder what a podcast would be like with a successful businessman worth millions that the government knows about. And the guy that he picked to run his wrestling and MMA website. That's the podcast for you. Hey, before I get off of here, did you follow any of the NWA, Tim Storm, Magnus stuff? I honestly did not. You're missing out, man. I need to go back. I've I've seen that I've I've been missing out, and I need to go back and watch all that stuff. That 10 Pounds of Gold series is real good because I trashed Tim Storm something heavy. Now – is it suspicious? Yeah. How he became NWA champion. Lalad me. 53-year-old man. Lalad. But that series was very, very good. They made me care about this dude. Uh, 53 so, years old. That's a spring chicken when it when it comes to people who are in the Survivor Series elimination. <laughs> Braun Strowman's the youngest man in the tournament or in the, in the, the main event is what yeah. someone tweeted me. Let, me. let me see who it was. Actually, there's just too much, too much on my timeline right now. But yeah, somebody said that Braun was the youngest, at 34. But guys, 34. average age of Team Raw, 41. Average age of Team SmackDown, go. 40. Woo. Yep. Guys, if I don't end this podcast, I'll be 40 by the time I get off of here. So until next time, we are out.